this is Sarah O'Connell-Clater. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today we are going to be chatting with Catherine Forbes, whose official title is Senior Director of Advancement at the Cary Institute. And I just want to mention that she did um, an amazing presentation to my Rotary Club, which is also also in Millbrook, as is the Cary Institute, to give us some updates um, and help demystify and let people know what all that construction is going on on the campus or uh, at your physical plant. So welcome to Radio Rotary, Catherine. And Jonah is going to ask you, as he asks everybody. I never knew there was an institute in in honor of Cary Grant. Does everyone walk around around saying, Judy, Judy, Judy. Well, Catherine. Did I say that? Did I say Cary Grant? No, I just did. It's a joke. Oh, you do? Okay. You know, a little little joke for a Sunday morning. You know know how things just come out of the hard drive in the back of the brain. And Catherine Forbes, welcome to Radio Rotary. It has nothing to do with Cary Grant. What is the Cary Institute? Oh, Cary Institute is a marvelous place. It's an internationally known institute for ecosystem studies. Our work is is very important locally, but also all around the globe. Our scientists are experts in areas such as forest ecology, urban ecology, disease ecology, and freshwater as well. So it's a wide range of of work that they're doing. So Catherine, it's a global organization then. Absolutely. Okay, well, a lot of people don't know that. Here it is in our own backyard um, up in Millbrook off of give us some geography let people know where the physical plant is located where the labs are and that type of thing yeah we're, we're in millbrook right off of 44 near the um, troop k state state troopers um and and near Co-op, cornell cooperative extension in that part of town yeah we've got about two thousand acres there which is all research and some walking trails for local m- residents we're which not open to the public open to the public yep. not always year-round right because there's research yes. going on the trails are really sensitive but or, but there are times during the year particularly um in the summer when those trails are open to the public very nice and it's beautiful there it is beautiful and you, you're having a lot of uh, renovations done, aren't you, right now at the physical plant? Because that's been a lot of chatter um, in, the, in and around the Millbrook community. So what is going on on your campus? Yeah, so if you've driven by the Sharon, on Sharon Turnpike, you might have seen the construction equipment, all that work on our main building. It used to be called the Plant Science Building. It was built in 1978. That's when it was finished. And a world famous building at the time for its um, forwardness in green technology. Now you flash forward 45 years and that building has aged quite a bit. The roof was failing, but it just needed a lot of care and attention. The mechanicals were old school, the electrical, the plumbing, all of that needed to be updated. And the way that science is being done has changed. Okay. So, so Kat- now it's time to redo that building. And that's the equipment that you're seeing. 
So, Catherine Forbes of the Cary Institute, um, I know you went through the whole litany, a uh, whole shopping list of things that you folks do, but let's get uh, uh, into some of the nitty gritty. Um, environmental concerns are very big for everyone. As you said, it's, uh, you know, whether it's botany, uh, water supply, or uh, what used to be called global warming and now is called climate change. Um, is, does Cary Institute address that issue? You cannot be doing science in the environment at this point without understanding and studying climate change, the impacts of which are seen in everything we do. And um, how many scientists are there? I mean, how big a staff do you have? Well, I'm going to say it's about 13 um, mm -hmm. for scientists, the emeriti, the postdoc students. So you get you get more and more of the PhDs, maybe about 25. It depends on any given time how many PhD folks are doing the research right there. And a lot of students, too. So, yeah. So give us that complexion. So you have the scientists that are the doctors, the doctorates, the PhDs, and your support staff are graduate students, uh, biologists, chemists. What? And then you have tell us what it looks who they are, what, where they, what their backgrounds are a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So it's the core scientists. And like I said, their areas of expertise in those four areas. And they'll work closely with peers all around the world and postdoctorate students, folks who have their PhD, but haven't yet been taken up with a full-time position, still doing some research projects with us. And the areas we're working in are, are really varied. So they might be in Africa working on wildebeest issues or, you know, uh, in China working on urban um, ecology or all around the world studying what factors lead to global pandemics. What but, factors? Well, that's a hot topic for sure. That's a hot topic. Yeah. And of course, many people know us for the tick project. Our nearly 30 years of work researching black-legged ticks and the impact they have on human health. Well, certainly uh, Lyme disease is a very big issue here in Dutchess County and the entire Hudson Valley where Radio Rotary is heard. Uh, what is the Tick Project? The Tick Project is a, is a five-year study to understand the factors that, um, well, to be able to make predictions and recommendations for how best we can protect human health. There's a lot of things we're learning about how to protect people medically, right? What you can do to keep ticks off of your body or, or what you can do when you go to the doctor if you have Lyme disease. What we don't have are answers what we can do in the environment to protect ourselves. So this now, study is looking at what you could do across an entire neighborhood. Can you kill enough ticks to actually protect people and their pets from Lyme? Now you mentioned that the Cary Institute does uh, look into pandemics. What specifically are you doing about this, um, the COVID uh, situation, coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question, Jonah. What we're really trying to do is predict the next zoonotic pandemic. What are the factors that led to this one, the last one, that, so we know how to get ahead of the next one? What did that big word mean? Say it again. <laughs> zoonotic? Zoonotic, yes. Those are diseases that cross from animals to people, oh, just like okay. this virus did. They think I guess the root word is zoo. Right. Zoo. They, think, yep. they think it came from a bat, but... We're going to find out more about the great work of the Cary Institute from our terrific guest, Catherine Forbes, in just a moment. After Sarah O'Connell Clater finds out who sponsors Radio Rotary this week. Well, 
Well, John O'Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, and our newest sponsor, Hudson River Housing. Also, the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen Highland Hyde Park, Kingston Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more of Radio Rotary right after these messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, AARauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America of Dutchess County and the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, the Mark Agency. Are you a veteran or a family member of a veteran? Is life a struggle at times? Do you feel lost or alone? Let our MHA veterans help you. Contact Anthony Kavoris at 473-2500. He and his team will do anything they can to assist you. MHA of Duchess, the leader in helping our heroes and their families. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. Together, we build schools out of abandoned buildings. Together, we bring food to hungry children in need. Together, we see solutions instead of problems. We are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, community leaders in your neighborhood and around the globe, brought together to do one thing, make more good happen. Connect with us at rotary.org. Together, we are Rotary, and we are people of action. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus. So if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hello, hello. This is Sarah O'Connell-Clater, and welcome back to this segment of Radio Rotary. I am joined by my co-host, by the magic of Zoom, Jonah The magic. The magic of Zoom. And today, Jonah, we've been getting into a very interesting conversation with Catherine Forbes at the Cary Institute. She's the Senior Director of Advancement. And that's kind of like she's the spokesperson for the shoot and match over there. They are wonderful um, uh, agency. It's an institute is the official title. Scientifically driven. That's their mission right here in our own backyard in Millbrook, New York. So welcome back, Catherine. And I did want to recap a little bit. Tell our listeners who are just joining us exactly what the mission of Cary is. Cary Institute. Well, sure. Good morning, Rotarians. So Cary Institute is ecosystem studies, right? We are 
area experts in freshwater ecology, disease ecology, forest ecology, and urban ecology. And what that really means is our scientists are working around the globe to understand the factors that could impact human health, ways that we can improve our environment, and the science for the solutions that we need for the, the issues that we're facing, some of these pressing issues. And those That's scientists have, yeah, and those scientists have a worldwide, very distinguished reputation, do they not? They really do. I'm so proud to be able to work with them. And, and Catherine, what exactly is your role at the Cary Institute? I oversee communications and fund, fund development, fundraising to support their science. And uh, how so do you, you are you are a 501c3. We absolutely are. Okay. Yeah. And you do have, you are member supported in a lot of ways. People can, yeah. can tell us a little bit about that and how the community is engaged. I mean, this isn't like it's top secret NASA headquarters back in the day where you can't get on to A, the grounds or B, take advantage of some of your community activities. So tell us a little bit about that. What a great point, Sarah. Yeah, we're, we are open to the public. For those who are nearby Millbrook, you'll see the times when our trails are open to the public. We encourage people to come and walk on them. There's research going on in parts you can't walk on, sensitive terrain, but it's a beautiful place to see you know, all kinds of birds and, and just gorgeous property. Lots of community education programs engaging the community. Our talks and our lectures free, available. They're all virtual now in this time, right, as, as everything needs to be. We've got education programs for kids, students of all ages, summer camp program. You know, who knows how summer camps are going to go this season, but we have some great programming. Now, Catherine, uh, you mentioned the walks along the trails, which I know are quite beautiful. That's still being allowed uh, during coronavirus as long as people space out and wear masks? Yeah, we opened the trails early in the spring last season to to give a couple of extra weeks to folks. We'll consider if we can open them early again this spring. That'll have to do with how, how the weather is and the environmental sensitivity on those trails. And Catherine, you mentioned ecosystems. So you all are involved in a lot of the, there are things going on in the Hudson River that you're a part of, isn't that oh. right? Absolutely. We've been studying and monitoring the Hudson River for all 30, 35 of our years. Uh Uh-huh. And you have a boat, actually, I understand. We do. We have a boat that goes out. It goes out almost every other other week, yeah, to to get some monitoring information about how things are going out on the river. Oh, can we get a ride? (laughs) (laughs) That part I don't think is open to. It's only for the staff and the scientists. That's only for the staff. I had a chance to go out. They were doing a really interesting study on plants absorption of the kinds of drugs that end up in our waters. It was a fascinating study and I got to see it live and in person. And um, it was a really great day here at Cary. Well, that's that's a segue right into tell us where you're located. We're out in Millbrook. Yeah. On uh, Sharon Turnpike. Not too far from Troop K. Not too far from Troop K from the Cornell Cooperative. Yeah. And so if you have drugs that you need to dispose of, you know, Troop K takes them. You, great point. So you don't flush them down your <laughs> toilet. Do not put them put into them fresh into water. The, That's yeah. right. Or dump them into the wherever. Right. That is so tough on the environment. It is. We want I to keep our is. fresh waters clean because we depend on those. There you go. There you go. Our guest on Radio Rotary is uh, Catherine Forbes of the Cary Institute, and we're learning about the great work they do and their international reputation for uh, environmental studies. Now, you mentioned, uh, Catherine Forbes, that there are uh, 
courses and lectures open to the public free of charge. How would folks um, get, get a hold of those? Is it on your website or is it on YouTube? Yeah, it's on our website and they can also check out Eventbrite for the latest events that are happening, all free, all open to the public and all really interesting um, examples of the work that our scientists are doing. Why don't you give us that website address and folks at home get a pencil and paper because our great guest, Catherine Forbes, will repeat it in the third portion of the show. It's carryinstitute.org, C-A-R-Y, institute.org. Just check out the latest events. So, Catherine, we have a schedule and all that kind of stuff, how people can log on. Also, I think it's worth mentioning that uh, Cary Institute is a 501c3. So donations, of course, are, are welcome and put to very good use that enhance our environment and our community right here in the Hudson Valley. And Jonah, we will always want to remind people the Radio Rotary has recently become a 501c3 as well. So true. Carrie, uh, Catherine Forbes, what got you interested in this kind of work? Oh, my goodness. The reputation of Carrie Institute. It's just such an amazing place to be. What a great group. And, you know, compassion for the environment. You really can't fix this earth, right? This world, unless you deeply understand it. And so this is the team that's really helping us understand what we can do to keep things healthy, make them better. I mean, from everything from how do you keep a recreational fishery healthy? How do you protect our, our fresh water from road salt, right? We need road salt. It's snowing. But how do you protect it from damaging the environment? You know, how do you, how do you protect yourself from ticks? How do we as a community come together and protect ourselves from ticks? How do you understand environmental justice in urban areas? Who's got access to green infrastructure in a city? Where is that? And, and how is that for people? Expand upon that. The entire environmental justice movement is something that's fairly new within the last 20 years. What is meant by environmental justice? Well, boy, I'm not going to be the expert in explaining environmental justice. But for me, our work is helping understand who's most vulnerable to things like lack of green infrastructure in their community or green infrastructure that's just broken down and now has some trash in it. Who's going to have more access to green space? How are urban areas benefiting human health and, and causing harm? So where are there mosquitoes being bred in used toilets you know, in a community versus where an area doesn't have lots that are, are strewn with trash? And, you know, if you're in an area that's cleaner, you're going to have less environmental issues. You know, we're going to find out more about those environmental issues and the great work of the Cary Institute from our terrific guest, Catherine Forbes, right after these messages, so stay tuned. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. 
Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845 845- We all move on a mental wellness scale. We can become depressed or anxious, or we can overuse drugs and alcohol when we're in a stressful situation. Stress will move us on a scale of mental wellness in a negative way. These times we are living in can certainly cause us all stress. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO at Mental Health America of Dutchess County. We here at MHA want everyone to know that if you find yourself struggling lately with your mental wellness, MHA has a wide array of support, treatment, and referral services. Our services are of no cost to you, and we are always happy to help in any way we can. A few thoughts to live by. Be kind to one another, and check in on your friends, families, and neighbors. While you are checking in on others, please know that if you need guidance or professional help, MHA of Dutchess County is always here for you. We can be reached at 473-2500 or visit us on their web at mhaduchess.org. That's mhaduchess.org. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Three months ago, there weren't enough masks. We were desperately sourcing from all over the world. People were making face coverings from scarves and bits of fabric. Now there are plenty of masks, but some people don't want to wear them. Come on, mask up America. Brought to you by the Ed Council. Hello, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater, and welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Radio Rotary. Jonah Trebwasser, the co-host of RR for over 10 years, is on on mic joined by the magic of zoom we have included our special guest today Catherine forbes who is the senior director of advancement at the carey institute right here in our own hudson valley millbrook new york so welcome back Catherine. and in the past segment we talked um a lot about uh the community engagement and what's available because it is a scientific um hub and you do research and that is the mission on eco study systems and things like that which you can elaborate on but there is opportunity for the community to engage so just give us a quick re um count of some of the things and where people can go the contact information um for your lecture series find out when your trails will be open public education that type of thing well great sarah Yeah, so we were thrilled to have Rotarians on a recent webinar, a recent event on Thursday. Right. One of our scientists, Sarah Batterman, was talking about how best to restore tropical forests. What do you, what's the recipe book for bringing back tropical forests after they've been damaged? And how do you do that in a way that protects the earth? What a great conversation we had with Sarah. And like I said, it was wonderful to have fellow Rotarians or well, not fellow, I'm not a Rotarian myself, but well, you could Rotarians be. Not yet. On not the yet. Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> I hear recruiting. But 
folks on our staff, like Heather Malcolm, are engaged in Rotary. Exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up. She's one of our nearest and dearest, right, Kathy? An outstanding Rotarian. Outstanding. Definitely one of ours. And lots of Rotarians on the call on Thursday. Lots of Rotarians engaged in, in our work and staying in tune with what Carrie's doing. And to do that, if you want to join us on those free lectures, webinars, seminars, go to CarrieInstitute.org. C-A-R-Y institute.org. There you can find out what's coming up, as Sarah said, what, what the next free lecture is going to be, but also when the trails are going to open this spring. Hopefully we can get them open a little early. But we definitely want folks. Which you did last year. Which we did. We were so pleased to be able to do that in a pandemic. Folks need to get outside and those trails are gorgeous. Yes, they are. uh, Catherine Forbes, what kind of topics are covered in uh, some of these uh, online free lectures that you are on? Great question, Jonah. Great question, Jonah. Each one of our scientists is doing them. So whatever they're studying at the time, though I happen to catch one about willow beasts and rhinoceros poop. You know, why not? About, (laughs) (laughs) About novel pollutants. What happens when glitter and microplastics get into our fresh water? And what happens when the drugs we take into our body get flushed down the toilet into our freshwater systems and toxic algal blooms. So all the subjects that our scientists are covering, fascinating research and I don't always understand it all, but I love it. Also, um, I know these these lectures are probably geared toward uh, adults, but does the Cary Institute uh, support uh, elementary, junior high schools or middle schools and high school science uh, projects and, and science classes? Is this something that, especially with all the kids home learning online, is that something that's available to them? Yes, yes. In fact, we've, we've moved all of our programming, our in-person programming like summer camp over to the virtual world like, like everybody else did. And I think we'll probably end up doing it again this summer. We'd like to be able to host camp again, but we may keep doing it virtually. Lots of great programs, Jonah, for kids of all ages. Data Jam is coming up, and that's middle schoolers. What is that? What does that mean, Data Jam? Data Jam. It's a program that takes kids through the process of, of understanding a data set. For example, some research on the Hudson River, something that's got local consequence, and being able to tell the story of that data using art. So it's a marriage of art and science, great for kids who love science, great for kids who love art, to be able to express all that wonderful data in a What an amazing way. resource for your institute. Yes. Fabulous. They can win you know prizes. what, there's, there are so many people, because those of us that live around um, Cary um, and in this part of the county, no, no people that work there, like we mentioned before, Heather is a Rotarian and a dear friend, but um, you all are involved, like as she is so entrenched in Rotary, you give us a little background. I know with true transparency, you, uh, Catherine Forbes, are on the Grace Smith House Board. Yeah. So what is Grace Smith? I know it's near and dear to your heart, too. It, it really is, Sarah. But let me start by saying that all of our all of our staff are engaged in the community. Our scientists are, are very much donating their time and energy out locally in lots of ways. Our staff are. And I'm just one example of that. In my spare time, I do volunteer for Grace Smith House. I'm on the board. Love that organization. They're doing great work for victims, men and women, children of domestic violence. 
and really important that their doors stay open, particularly in a pandemic demand. We have had them on Radio Rotary several times. Oh, yeah. Probably mm-hmm. shout out to Kathy Kruger, our our producer. I know that she is looking into scheduling them again yeah. here. And, on and I'm also, I also have the privilege of being on the board of the Children's Home of Poughkeepsie. So, like I said, just one example of the kinds of community engagement that that everyone at Carrie is encouraged to do. Well, when do you sleep? I mean, you're so busy with your your, your day job and, and uh, <laughs> d- devoting yourself to these wonderful organizations. You're a very busy young lady. So, you know, we just have a minute or two left, uh, Catherine Forbes. Um, why don't you invite people to look at your website one more time, folks? Go get that pencil and paper and remind them of the educational uh, offerings that are available, not only to adults, but to children and also how they can uh, use the facilities even in times of uh, COVID. You got it, Jonah. Rotarians are smart people, and I hope that they will take advantage of the fact that we have this world-class institute right in your backyard. So you go to carryinstitute.org, C-A-R-Y institute.org, because as Sarah said, we are a nonprofit. Come to the website, check out all of the happenings, learn about Data Jam, learn about uh, the photo contests on the, on the grounds next summer, right? Just stay in touch with those seminars and lectures and get to know our work. Great. Catherine Forbes of the Cary Institute, thank you so much for everything you're doing to make the planet a better place uh, through environmental studies. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you, Jonah. Our pleasure. And Sarah O'Connell Clater, who keeps our environment strong here at the radio station by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week. Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, which is Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community, Norman Staffing, and our newest sponsor, Hudson River Housing. Additionally, the featured Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffren, Wallkill East, Wappingers Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clater, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our production director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. I may never have met you. We don't go way back. Maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did. But when you wear a mask, you have my respect. Because your mask doesn't protect you. It protects me. I wear my mask to protect you. Be New York tough. Mask up, America.